Hello, and welcome to Living Word Ministry, where everyone is a winner. Join us as Pastor Charles Buachi rightly divides the word of truth. I want you to try and memorize, or not try, but memorize this scripture, Romans 8.1. I want you to really take it serious, and I want you to actually know the scripture, memorize it, know it, and put it in your um, memory box. Are you with me? Let it be your scripture. When I was at Mama, my first scripture that, and it's still my scripture, Romans 8, 28, 29, all things work out together for good for those that love God and those that are called according to his will and according to his purpose. That's my scripture. Learn scriptures. We're going to learn this Romans 8, 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk, who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Memorize it. And when you memorize it, memorize it correctly. Amen? Memorize it. The whole, you know, teaching that we're doing in about righteousness it boils down to this there is now therefore you know if you if you study the scriptures carefully romance is talking about sin uh, you know sin and death and talking about the flesh and the spirit and it, it gets to a, a romans 8 he says now now in this time not time as in, um, you know, the month or the year, but in the life of, from Adam and Eve and, you know, all it's coming. Now, Jesus Christ has come, we've been born again, and now there is no more condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. So that is what I've been trying to get across to, with the teaching of righteousness. That you have a right standing with God. And, and I'm trying to say so many, so many different ways so it doesn't just hear and go. That it may sink in. That you begin to walk in your righteousness. Take advantage of what Jesus has done for you. Take that advantage. Take that liberty that Christ has given to you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You see, the Bible tells us that the new covenant is better than the old. Amen. Look, um, Today I just I'm dealing with the results of Adam's righteousness before the fall. The results of Adam's righteousness. You know, Adam was righteous. He had a right standing with God before the fall. He, um, 
the results, uh, you know, he had a right relationship with God. Adam had a right relationship with God. Amen? Two, he had dominion over all things. Let's look in Genesis 1. Genesis 1, 26. Genesis 1, 26. Genesis 1, 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Amen. Verse 28. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Amen. Amen. So, before the fall, Adam's righteousness, he had dominion over all things. When God created, you know, it said that the heavens were created for the earth, and the earth was created for man, and man was created for God. So when God created all things, and then he created man, Adam, as the crown of his creation. Amen? And he gave Adam authority over everything, dominion over everything. Number three, he had a complete provision of everything he needed. You know, when God created Adam, Adam had provision of everything that he needed, not wanted. But he, everything that he needed, God made provision for him. Amen. Genesis 2.9. Genesis 2.9. And out of the ground the Lord made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Amen. Amen. And out of the ground the Lord made every tree grow that is pleasant to the eye and good for food. Amen? God provided everything that Adam needed to eat and grow nicely and live long. Amen? These McDonald's and KFC don't make you live very long. Number four, he, Adam was able to hear the voice of God. He heard the voice of God and had fellowship with God. Are you with me? Before the fall, Adam's righteousness, what, you know, so, some of the things that Adam had, the qualities that he had was he heard the voice of God. Amen? 
it was natural. It wasn't a big deal for Adam to hear God talk. Are you with me? It was just as if, um, you know, your mom's talking to you or your dad's talking to you or, uh, you know, anybody's talking to you. It was normal as if you two are having a conversation. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. So, you know, Adam was in good, you know, um, he was in good shape. That's um, Genesis 3, 8 through 10. Genesis 3, 8 through 10. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden of the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called, called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. First of all, in verse um, 8, they heard the, 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 they heard the, the Lord. Are you with me? <clears throat> they heard the Lord walking in the garden. And then, notice something. God then called Adam. Do you know God is always wise? I mean, if God who created them was calling them, he's wise enough to know that they can hear him. Are you with me? I mean, if you're, to, if you're calling somebody that is deaf, you don't stand somewhere and go, Kweku! They won't hear you, right? So, because God knew, and I will go say, it was God, it was their practice. Are you with me? It was normal that in the evening, that when God has finished having his dinner and has had his Fanta or lemonade or whatever he was having up there to show up and take a walk, to go and have a, a chat with his um, crown of creation. I, I, I'm really sure God was very proud of everything that he has made. Are you with me? And so it was cool. There was no problem. So I, I'm, I'm getting you to see something. Where Adam was, the state of Adam before the fall. Amen. <clears throat> um, he had no feeling of inferiority or guilt. Adam had no feelings of inferiority or guilt. He hadn't experienced that before. These things are so true. When you really receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, every load, every weight just comes off you. Every load just comes off you. Now, the enemy will try and put it back on you, 
How does he do that? Through the mind. Where do you think you are going? I saw you last, you know, I saw you last time. I saw you last year. I saw you last. And the enemy is trying to put that load back on you. But because of our condition, we feel guilty. Guilt. Are you with me? Number six. He did not know fear or failure. Six. Number five was he had no feeling of inferiority or guilt. Number six, he did not know fear or failure. He hadn't experienced it before. <coughs> Number seven. We've been talking about, we've talked about this before, but Adam knew peace. He had peace. Are you with me? Adam had peace. He was... He had no reason to be agitated or angry or... He, he had no reason. He had God as his friend. Praise the Lord. He had confidence and authority. Number eight. Adam had confidence and authority. So, the results of Adam's sin after the fall. What happened to Adam after the fall? He lost his fellowship with God, number one. Number two, he lost his authority. So, this is what we, sin, the Adamic sin brought separation between man and God, which is the death, spiritual death. He began, number three, he began to know fear, guilt, and failure. The fall, Adam now began to know what fear is, what guilt is, because he said, um, God said, Adam, where are you? He says, well, I'm hiding. Why are you hiding? Because I was afraid. You know? Why are you afraid? Well, because I, I did, yeah, I'm you know, completely naked or I did something I shouldn't do. Um, number four, sin and sickness began to rule. The result of Adam's sin after the fall, sin and sickness begin to rule. Number five, the devil became the god of this world. Second Corinthians 4.4. 4. We're not going to read that. We know that scripture. 
the devil became the god of this world. Number six, sin was passed on to all men. Romans 5.12, read that for me. Sin was passed on to all human race as a result of Adam's sin. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and, and thus death spread to all men, because all sinned. Amen. Amen. So through one man, Adam, sin entered the world, and death through sin. Death through sin. That is, sin bring forth death. Amen. Number seven. Adam, I mean, experienced death, which is the separation from God, because sin is the mother of death. He experienced death, and this death we're talking about is the separation from God, because sin is the mother of death. Mother produces, isn't it? Bring forth. So, the um, the mother, which is sin, brought forth death. Romans 5, 12 again. We're not, we've read it. We're not going to read it again. Praise the Lord. So, what I'm trying to get you to see here is Adam, he had a right relationship with God initially. But he lost it. So, when you become righteous... We are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. When you become righteous, it means that you have been reinstated. Are you with me? You have that lost has been reinstated to you to now have relationship with God. In the Old Testament, it was only the high, the, the priest, the, the high priest, that yearly, once a year, by permission of animal sacrifice, entered into the presence of God. Once a year. It, it was not permitted for man to go into the presence of God. Because Adam lost that fellowship with God. When you become righteous, that is when you get born again, you then become reinstated the same way that Adam was. And even better. Because the blood of Jesus had paved the way for you. And you have access into the holiest of holiest. You now have a right standing with God. You now go into the presence of God. When we pray, we are not praying to, we, you know, you need to understand that you are talking to God in his presence. 
That's why we, Jesus says, up until now you have asked me nothing. But now you should ask in my name. Are you with me? So you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come. I come to you. You enter into his presence and have fellowship with him and have dialogue with him. Amen. Amen. So our relationship, when you get born again, is restored. Hallelujah. You, you know, Adam had dominion. Hallelujah. God gave Adam dominion over everything that he has created. When you become righteous and have a right standing with God and fellowship with God, that is why prayer is important, then you shall say to this mountain, be thou that dominion, that authority, you shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt. You will have whatever you say. Adam said, this one shall be called a goat. Dominion, authority. He had whatever he pronounced, it became. So when we get born again, we have been reinstated and that authority has been restored back to us and we can stand in the name of Jesus. When you say the name of Jesus, the whole heavens back you. If you will not doubt. If you will not doubt. That, but the problem is we doubt. Amen. He, you know, um, he had complete provision. The, the Lord has promised us. Amen. You know, this, uh, um, Psalm 23 says, what does it say? The Lord is my shepherd. I do not want. I do not lack. Amen. God supply all our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You are a child of God. God does not, will not, and must not see you go hungry. He pro will provide every need. Amen. God will provide every need. I am a testimony. God will provide. God will provide. Not, you know, listen, it is his nature. It is what parents, tell me, what parents will sit and watch his children go hungry? Now, now come on now. Talk to me. What parent? Yet we say our father. Yet when we, have a, when we have a need, we think that our father cannot provide. We call him, come on now. Come, can somebody help me? What parent, what father, what mother will watch his children? And he has it all. He has it, but he doesn't want to give you. What kind of parent? And watch you go one week hungry, two weeks hungry. Because you are a bad boy or a bad girl. No. Ne, 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 ne. I translate that. Amen. He just, he, he, can't, he can't do that. Uh, do you get my point? So, 
if he's your father, then learn to trust him. Learn to depend on him. And enjoy what Jesus has done for you. Amen. Um, and then you, you are also able to hear his voice. Jesus says, my sheep hears my voice. A stranger they will not follow. But we hey, you're doing a good job. But you see, we do not attend to the voice of God. In other words, we neglect it. When God is talking to us, we neglect it. We want some something special. But we're not prepared to pay the special price for the special ones. Look at the example of Paul the Apostle. He had a special <laughs> a special voice. He had a special voice. Didn't he? But look at the price that he has to pay. Look at the suffering. But God makes it easier for us. And then he just give you a dream or something. And then, and then you are going and you say, something said I should go left. I was at Tesco's. Praise the Lord. I was at Tesco's um, just before I came here. And was it today? Or was it yesterday? But anyway, I was at Tesco's. And I parked the car. It was actually today. I parked the car. And just as I, I got out of the car, and you know, as you're coming to the entrance to the stairs, and this guy come alongside me, jumped uh, by uh, MX or something. I said, "What's that?" He says, "Oh, it's, he pull out his phone." I said, "Well, you know what? You're talking to a wrong guy. I don't even know what it is." And then as I'm, I'm going, I want to go up the stairs and do a bit of, ex you know. And now I go up the stairs because I'm not swimming, getting exercising. Just as I was going, the guy was following me, and I had a check on the inside. Turned around and went into the lift, and he went. Between, from the stairs, by the time you get out, somebody can mug you. But it is that quick respond. That quick respond on the inside of you. And if you obey... God is leading you. Praise the Lord. God is always. Do you know he doesn't. God don't. Yeah it's good for us to. Spend time to pray. And all that. And I'm, I'm not under. Uh, you know I'm not undermining those things. But you know you get up in the morning. You pray. Afternoon you pray. Evening you pray. It's all good, or you spend some time, three days fasting. It's all good. But let me tell you something. God is with you 24-7. God is with you 24-7. You need, and this is something that you can't, 
you know, if you, I, I, that Brother Hagen's book, How to Be Led by the Spirit of God, you need to read it all the time, over and over and over and over. Read it, put it down, go back, take it, read it three or four times a year. When you get that, when you are able to understand the way God leads us and God speaks to us, when you are able to get that, you got it made, your success. Praise the Lord. But you see, like a child who is learning a language, it doesn't happen overnight. We get, we get discouraged and we give up so quick because it doesn't happen quickly, quick enough for us. Praise the Lord. But hang in there. Hang in there. And continue, and you will you get a breakthrough. Amen. Um, you know we should not we should not be fearful because we are now righteous. Amen. If you've been born again, fear and faith do not rent flat together. Fear and faith. Do not share flat together. You know, nowadays, you can share a flat with your roommate. You call it roommate. But fear and faith cannot share flat together. You can't, you can't be righteous. You cannot enjoy the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and be fearful. It's not going to happen. It doesn't work. You need to have peace. We talked about that last time. You need to have peace. You need to have confidence and you need to have you need to exercise your authority. Praise the Lord. If you are born again, if you are a child of God, you need to have confidence in who? In yourself. Huh? Sorry? I can't hear you. Thank you. You need to have confidence in Christ Jesus. You need to have confidence in Christ. Amen. Confidence in Christ. That, you know, Philippians 3, is it 13, 14? I can do all things through Christ. I can do all things through Christ. You need to have that confidence that you can do it. Not in your strength. Not in your ability. But you can do it through Christ. Amen. When the enemy rise up to put barriers before you, God is able not to remove the barriers but to give you strength to leap over the barriers. See, it's a waste of time, God wasting time to remove those barriers. It's quicker if he leaps you over. By thee have I leaped over a wall. Some, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is dry. It's a buckler to all those that trust in him. For who is God? Save our Lord. Who is God? Save our Praise the Lord. God will give you strength to leap over a wall. 
Praise God. So, as a righteous person, I want to encourage you. You see, we hear, we hear, we hear. Let's move. Let's act on who, on what we say we are. On who we say we are. If we are righteous, then I want you to really grasp this. You have been reinstated. You've been carried. No wonder why, uh, I think it's Colossians, that we have been conveyed, put on a conveyor belt and carried over from darkness into his light. But what Adam, where Adam was before the fall, we've been put back there. Amen? Amen. And even better, because we are under a better covenant in Christ Jesus. So, be of good cheer. Don't allow fear to rule you. Most of us, assumption is killing our lives. Some of us, assumption is destroying us. Don't allow it. Have the assurance. Have confidence that he who has promised is faithful to what? To deliver. He will be faithful. He will do it. Amen. Let's stand on our feet. Thank you, Father. Did you really hear me today? Are you really going to walk the way Adam was with the father in the garden of Eden? Adam had no fear. Adam knew God. Adam heard the voice of God. Adam had all provisions. Adam had authority. It is yours. It's been given to you. You just don't apply it. You just don't use it. But you have it. And like I said last time, if you have money in the bank and you don't use it, you don't benefit from it. Let's lift up our hands. Lord, help us to go. Go with this understanding. That our righteousness is in Christ and Christ alone. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30 a.m. at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.